I'm Jim. And I'm Tuck. And this is Beer in the Heart of Texas. A podcast dedicated to reviewing the beers of Texas. For episode 14, we're reviewing two beers from 903 Brewers in Sherman, Texas. The two beers, Tuck? Sherman, Bach, and Sasquatch Imperial Milk Chocolate Stout. Oh my. Excited about both of them. Oh my. Alright, but before we get started, we have some corrections and some announcements. Um, And an apology. Well, the correction and apology, I'll handle this one. Um, I've been accused. I know. I've been accused by my father in law of having two families because in our last episode, (laughs) talking about the gluten free episode, I mentioned that my my father in law, Wayne, my only father in law, uh, (laughs) is going gluten free. He is not going gluten free, and he was important correction. Highly offended. So one, I don't have two families. And two, he is cutting back on beer, uh, which is where I made my mistake. It is not confusing uh, two different uh, father-in-laws, just the one. And we do appreciate you, Wayne, listening to our podcast. He listens to it when he travels back and forth. So Absolutely. Thanks, Wayne. The second, oh, the second uh, announcement is... Sad news. It's, it's very sad. We found out just uh, in the last couple weeks the loss of Armadillo Ale Works in Denton, Texas, and as well as, if that wasn't bad enough, Legal Draft out of Arlington, the very last brewery we reviewed. And, of course, Tuck, we reviewed both of these beer, our breweries. Yes, and it, it makes me sad. I know, uh, well, both of us have been going around trying to buy up uh, what we can find. Um, and I'm holding on to a glimmer of hope Armadillo will return in a different location. And so this is a temporary, but, uh, yeah, I'm right there on that boat with you. I'm, uh, pleasantly optimistic, which may be delusionally optimistic, but I'm there and I, that's where I want to stay. They've, they've survived before. So, uh, and legal draft, we, we hope they come back as well, but I haven't heard, Anything I've heard, just a few rumors about Armadillo, which is why I have a little more hope right, for right. them. But uh, Legal Draft was also one that I was looking forward to uh, going back to. Oh, every Ranger game is now, we're going to have to try something new. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, so, Jim, we've made our apologies. We've made our corrections. What are you drinking? Well, Tuck, you alluded to it. I've been driving around North Texas trying to buy every Honey Please as well as nowhere but Texas that I can find. So one from Armadillo, the Honey Please, been drinking several of those. And, uh, well, I have a refrigerator full of Honey Please and nowhere but Texas from Legal Draft. So, Tuck, what have you been drinking? I found a new beer recently. Um, Well, uh, as you know, and a lot of people, if you haven't heard, Yingling is now in Texas. And they have a Yingling Flight, which is a lower carb beer it's sort of like the Michelob Ultra but it is a lot tastier okay um it's it's gonna be my new lawnmower beer uh it's called Yingling Flight uh my doctor has told me I need to kind of cut back on some carbs so that's why I was looking for them uh and I, I gotta say I was not at all displeased uh, with it. So if you're looking for something, a little lower carb, Michelob Ultra tastes a little too much like water, this one has some good flavor. You know, sadly, Nowhere But Texas is my uh, 
lawnmower beer and it's gone. It's I gone. know. I, I this is killing me that both of them have have moved on. But let's talk about one that's around and looks like uh, they're going to be around for a long time. Yeah, some very good news with nine hundred three Brewers that uh, we'll get to in just a second. But tech, uh, tell us a little bit about when did this brewery start? All right, uh, it started in two thousand eleven by Jeremy. And Natalie Roberts. Uh, Jeremy is the uh, head brewer there at 903. Uh, it's in Sherman, Texas. And the doors for the brewery itself opened in 2013. Tuck, what were their first beers? Um, they had the Chosen One Coconut Ale, which they still have. Uh, it's it's one of their, it's a toasted coconut. Okay. Uh, it actually sounded pretty good. And then Rue's Red Ale. Are they still making that one? Uh, that one, it looks like it's been discontinued. They have a lot of red ales. We'll kind of talk. They have a, a huge selection. Yeah, because I didn't see that one. And, you know, the kangaroos are big in Sherman. And I had no idea why. I'm sure you did. Austin College has okay. several friends that are uh, kangaroos. Okay. Um, the brewery, like I said, uh, opened in 2013. Uh, we went up there. Yeah, we went up there. How many weeks ago was that? Uh, probably about four or five weeks ago. And they told us some very exciting news. And the facility that was there, don't get me wrong, it was nice. It was... Uh, large. It was very large. Sort of Spartan, but I kind of like that. I did too. They are, however, and uh, since we've been up there, they have broken ground for a new facility there in Sherman. Yeah, I think uh, two weeks ago, uh, they broke ground. And it, the, the, the drawings of it online look absolutely incredible. I think it's going to be a nice spot to go to. And there is so much to do there. It is going to be a fun place to go to. Absolutely. And, you know, they have trivia there. They have bingo night. I know. Uh, so there's so many reasons why, yeah, I, I wish I lived a little closer to Sherman. And when we were there, it was a, was it, it was a Saturday afternoon. Absolutely. Um, and they had a band, like just a couple of guys on guitar, but still a little band going uh, crowded. Yes, it was. For two o'clock in the afternoon. Very crowded and uh, lots going on. And great food. Yeah. Oh, the food was great. Uh, I had the brisket queso. And I had, uh, what did I have? I had like uh, barbecue nachos. Yes. We went with the meats and cheeses. Yes. And uh, it was well worth it. The barbecue is fantastic. And it looked like they had pizzas. Yeah. Burgers, uh, I burgers, think. Burgers, yeah. Fries, uh, everything. Um, but let's uh, talk about the beers. So, Tuck, uh, they have... A, a quite a list. They do. It, they, it's amazing the number of beers they're producing up at 903. And they do something that I love, and I wish more breweries would do this. They have their core beers. The Sasquatch, which is their Imperial Chocolate mixed Milk Stout. They have their IPA. They have their Sherman Bach. All the stuff that they then experiment with are, are off of those. Yeah, offshoots. But... They really made a consistently good core product. Um, I hate it when a brewery keeps changing things or they want to experiment. There's one that finally in, in Little Rock, where I'm from, has stopped doing that. But they would change every single beer every single month. Mm. The, but uh, the Sasquatch, lots of different types, uh, whatever you're, you're into. And they're really good. Beyond the Sasquatch, uh, the... Uh the stout we're going to be uh, trying. Yes. They have the Chosen One Coconut Ale, which is, as you said, the toasted coconut cream ale. They have Kilt Switch, which is a Scotch ale, a Scottish ale. 
Uh, they have 903 Oktoberfest. Now, Tuck, is that just uh, produced seasonally or it, is that year-round? Like it looks like it's year-round. It's kind of their Marzen. Okay. Uh, they have the Bach and the Marzen. It looks like they're are kind of similar, I'd say. And and then something we noticed, and, and I don't think I would have seen this naturally, just going to any type of liquor store or anything like that. They produce um, what they call their smoothies. And yes. they are... They are very proud of their smoothies. They are, or slushies. They they have uh, they're the same. Uh, they just sort of call some slushies some smoothies. Right. Um, they are interesting, and they kind of make them seasonally, so you can get a winter uh, style slushie or smoothie, or you can get a summer one. Um, and I gotta say, the the waitress we had, she. She knew her th- she, she knew her stuff number yes. one, and she was exceedingly helpful. And she pushed them, and I am so glad she did because it's not something I would have tried. They're based on sours, right? Um, and so some of the ones, uh, the berry a la mode, which is blueberry, blackberry, and graham crackers. Their new one, I'm not sure if it's seasonal, but the the one that just came out recently, uh, banana boat, uh, mango, tangerine, and bananas. You have a blueberry donut. Uh, it looks like the first one was one trash can punch, which is a fruit punch. We came home. Well, I came home with, I think you did as well. Yes. A snowmageddon slushy. Yes. Which, uh, what's inside? Well, it's blackberry, blueberry, chocolate, marshmallow. And it is, it is something to behold. It is. Um, it's good, too. It is. I got to say, none of them I thought were going to be good, but she brought us samples, I would say, of what? Four or five? At least four or five. Yeah. And uh, there wasn't one I didn't like. Yes. Yes. Now, there's a difference between would I actually buy it or did I just enjoy it? The Snowmageddon was just wow. Yes. Yes. And I would certainly, if I was ever there again... I'm going to start with one of them. Whichever one sounds good. Then I might move on to my more traditional beers that are more me. But right, uh, right. definitely one. Uh, definitely something I'm going to keep my eye on and see what else they come up with. Yes, Tech. Except I just need to change one thing. When I go back next time. Yes. No, when. Yes. That is that is correct. Because we're definitely going back. I believe we're uh, planning on doing a trivia soon. Yes. Once we get to uh, summer break. Mm-hmm. Thursday night trivia, I think it is. Yes, that's so, it's worth the drive. Yeah, well, it's worth the win. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. We'll win. Yes. And then lastly, uh, Tuck, just about uh, nine oh three. Have they won any awards? Uh, the two big ones they've won, both at the Great American Beer Fest in 2015, they won the silver medal for the Sasquatch, uh, well deserved. And then in 2018, they won the bronze for Kilt Switch Scottish Ale. Uh, both of them excellent, and they should be proud of those wins. Well, yeah, anytime you can take home a medal from the Great American Beer Festival, that is just an incredible yeah. feather in your cap. Yes. Shall we get on to uh, beer number one? I think we should, which is going to be Sherman Bach. The ABV is 7.1%. IBU, 17 it's uh, described, Tuck, as just a, a traditional German Bach. Can you tell us a little more? All right. It uh, it has a noble hop uh, and Munich malt. And both of them add a sort of spicy hop character. I wouldn't say it's hoppy. 
No. Uh, but there's a little bit of spiciness, a sweetness more. Um, definitely, definitely a Bach. Uh, yeah, uh, very caramely. Yeah, that was uh, what I first noticed just uh, immediately after the pour. Just going, uh, bringing the glass up to my nose. I, I could smell just the, the notes of caramel, which is somewhat unusual, Tuck. I mean, normally with a lot of box, the first thing that hits me and my nose anyway is is the is the malt. Definitely the maltiness, yeah. And I didn't uh I didn't smell any malt, or at least it wasn't uh the dominant smell, and I didn't really even uh taste much. Uh there was a little bit, it was very subtle. It was very subtle. But it, it certainly wasn't the primary. No, but we'll get to that when we get to taste. Yeah. So, first of all, sight, uh, label, and name. Well. It's very simple. Yes. Yes. Um, so. the, the can itself is a simple-looking can. It is... So, what would you call it? It's brown. Brown and it's tan. It's tan. Yeah. It has the 903 label. It it prominently has a, uh, a ram. Yes. As, uh, you know, pretty much all box do as we... Talked about previously, but I do like the ram is standing on on a mountain instead of just a random hillside. A, 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 a ran, random ram. Oh, uh, there had to have been a better way to say that. All right. Um, it. Uh, I like that they have it pairs well with. Yeah. So on the a, side of the can, it, it tells us exactly what they think you should you should uh, eat with. It. Yes, a ribeye, uh, aged Swiss. And then a pasture party. Jim, what's a pasture party? Thanks, Tuck. Uh, I have no idea. Apparently, it's uh, when Texans go out and do the... Drink in a field, which is really common. Not in my neck of the woods. Well, you're missing out. Um, but yes, uh, Jim just found that out. Um, but yeah, it, it and I think I like... I do like it when they have it pairs well with, and I agree... I agree with all of those things. I would also add, I think it would really pair well with chips and salsa, with nachos. Yes. Um, not not everything. I mean, I one of my go-tos that I have with, uh, with beer is pizza. I don't really think it would go well with most of the pizza I enjoy. I don't know. Uh, no, I, I kind of agree with that. I do think barbecue. I think it would be great with barbecue. I agree. Um, especially uh, one that's not a lot of sauce. Uh, like a dry rubbed oh, you know, something. But um I I, I like the label. Um it, it is simple, but uh the the one thing they do, they kind of have a what what style would you call that wording? The font or yes, the font. Strange. It's it's very um it, it's retro. Retro it looks, goes back to the seventies how you have the um, well, you, the faded colors underneath it. And uh, it, it kind of stands out, but it, they do the same thing for Sasquatch. Almost cartoonish. Uh, but it, I think they're they're doing that for a lot of them. 903 is prominent. It's got your Texans. Um, I, I like the can. It stands out. It was easy to find. So, Tuck, how many points are you going to award that can? I'm going to give it a three. And I'm already thinking, well, what are you giving it? See, I'm going to see where you are on this. Why because I might it? change my mind. I don't think that's right. All right. Is it a three? 
For now. I'm going back and forth. Is it a two? Is it a one? It's not that I truly dislike it. One of the problems I had when I was going to uh, go to the liquor store and purchase um, two beers from 903, I could not, for the life of me, think, what do 903 cans look like? They don't stand out to me. They really don't. And I love the RAM on it. I love the, uh, that 903 is prominent, fairly prominently displayed. But uh, for whatever reason, maybe it's the way it was in the uh, six-pack, I didn't see the 903. And, and so I'm going to give it a two. I, I just, uh, I'm not a huge fan. I like the color scheme for a Bach. I, I like the uh, tan, the brown. I think that works well for a Bach. But I just overall, I just think they could have done a little better. Well, I really disagree with you. In fact, I disagree with you enough. Make mine a four. Uh, I love this can. Um, it, uh, it's got a lot going on, but I had no problem picking it out when I went to go pick out the beer. It, 903 is huge on there, but it also, it's unique. It's cool. And the can, the colors fit this particular beer. Yes, it fits all box, but this one in particular really fits well. It complements it in a way. So No, I'm not gonna lower mine to a one tuck, but okay, I'm sticking with the two. I'm going with a four because I was right on the edge of a four. I do like that font. Um I like that retro 70s looking kind of font. Okay. Um and so aesthetically pleasing to the eye and this is probably the biggest disagreement we've ever had is over a can. So congratulations Sherman Bach. Thank you. You've torn us apart. Um, How about the look in the glass? I love the way it looked. Uh, caramely, golden brown, uh, slight head, uh, faded quickly. Yeah, a very small head. But it looked really good. What about you? To me, it looks everything that a, uh, a Bach is supposed to look like. It was uh, a beautiful caramelized brown. It... Uh, the the head, the foam, while it was there, was also a nice tan. In fact, gosh, now, Tuck, you actually have me uh, second-guessing myself because the color of the, uh, of the beer somewhat matches the color of the can and the head of the foam matches the tan on the can. I'm sticking with it, too. That's what I'm saying, though. <laughs> They've done a good job of matching the can and the beer. That's a lot of thought. A lot of thought clearly went into this. Or it was a wonderful accident. Either way. Well, I'm, I'm going to put up with thought. So, okay. So, how do you, uh, how many points would you give uh, Sherman Bach for the look in the glass? And, of course, the aroma. I'm going to give it a four. Uh, a little more caramely than I like. For the aroma, that's why the one point's off. But the way it looked in the glass was exactly like I want a Bach to look. So, full points there. Loved it. Jim? Well, you have me confused now. Full points would be five. Well, I meant full points for the <laughs> look of the glass. One point. Just in my head, my own scoring system, it got a four. But the look in the glass would have gotten... Was this Arkansas math? Uh, yeah, it's Arkansas math. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. I'm giving it a four because I really liked it 
also, except I would like one or two minor alterations to it. Number one, a little bit more head. Not that I want it to linger that long, but uh, there was just almost next to nothing. Two, the one thing I really noticed that stood out to me both upon the pour and then my first taste, and of course this is still just look in the glass, is there wasn't much of a malt either taste or aroma to Sherman Bach, which that's okay, but I've grown accustomed to expect that out of a Bach. And so I'm going to give it a four. I really did appreciate though the caramel smell, the, the just notes of caramel that you pick up or I picked up uh, on the first smell after the pour. I really liked that, appreciated that, and I tasted that throughout, which we'll talk about in just a moment. But uh, yeah, I, I liked it. it. It was certainly a satisfying color right after the pour. It does make you want to drink this beer. Oh, definitely. Very satisfying color. All right. The big one. The taste. So 10 points, uh, Max. You know, I really haven't contemplated how many points I'm going to award <laughs> the taste of Sherman Bach. Other than to say, and so I'll talk myself into this number. I really, really enjoyed this beer. It, uh, it, it, it somewhat pains me to say this. I think I might like it. I'll need to have more, but I think I like it more than Shiner. I know that's going pretty far. It was very, very good. Tuck, I'm, I'm going, I'm going all in. I'm giving it a nine. Almost a nine. All in. Almost. Well, that's full points for you in Arkansas. Um, <laughs> All right. I, first of all, would like to apologize to everyone that he said that it might be better than Shiner. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, that's Texas sacrilege. I didn't think I liked it as much as you did. I like the caramel. It was a little too caramely, that initial act, that initial taste. Uh, I wanted more malt. Um, I get that. I can really appreciate that. I, it... <laughs> It was it was lacking that malt. It, it, it I like a more balanced, and this was a little unbalanced to me. A little more caramel, a little less malt, didn't really work for me. Now aftertaste, fantastic. Oh, um, absolutely wonderful. Now I'm I've tried a sip again after it sat for a little while. Yeah. So is the temperature temperature yes. warmed up a little bit? Still, uh, still good. Uh, still a little too caramely, but it did get a little better. Uh, but I I would have to give it a six. Um, I just wanted oh, a little no. more malt bock. Six. Yes, a six. Sadness. I know. Okay. Well, finally, is it a Texas beer? This one, five points again. I am going to say it's kind of right there in the middle for me. It's it's got the uh, the Bach. It's got the microscopic uh, outline of the state of Texas. Texas. Yes, but um, the the kind of the different fonts. Uh, there's some that are very Texan. I do like the uh, the what it pairs with the pasture party. Something that many people in Texas, most people. Probably every person wow. are familiar with. I do like that. I, I'm going to give it a three. It's uh, it's it's to me kind of perfectly 
not quite all in on Texas, but it's there and it's got nods to its Texas roots. Jim? You know, Tuck, whether it be the uh, German style Bach or the the ram that clearly is, you know, on the side of a mountain, you know, which mountain is that? Is that over in McKinney? Uh, yeah. I, it doesn't say Texas to me. It, it really doesn't. Uh, I like, I like the beer. I want to give it more points. It's a two. It's it. I'm, I'm sure there are worse, but it's not, it doesn't scream of being a Texas beer to me. Fair enough. Um, all right. This one, I think we've had more disagreement on. Intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tuck added up the scores for, uh, the Sherman Bach. Just, uh, let me recap it very quickly. Um, uh, for sight and label, you gave it a four. I gave it a two. Biggest disagreement ever. Well, up until yeah. we get to taste. Look in the glass. We both gave it a four. It looked pretty good. It looked outstanding, actually. Uh, for taste, you gave it a six. I gave it a nine. And then for uh, is it a Texas beer? You awarded it a three. Sherman Baca three. I awarded it a two. Crazily, for as much disagreement as we had, Tuck, your score ended up being seventeen points. Okay. Mine ended up being seventeen points. Of course, it did for a grand total of thirty-four. So even when we disagree. In we, the end, we it agree. all works out the same. That's awesome. I, I really... That's that's great. It is interesting. All right. Our next one. Beer number two from 903 Brewers is the Sasquatch Imperial Milk Chocolate Stout. Chocolate Milk Stout. Which I think we've been saying it wrong. Is it... Imperial Chocolate Milk Stout. You are correct. We are learning as we go. So if we have said it, we've probably said it both ways throughout this podcast. Officially, according to the can, which would make it official, Sasquatch Imperial Chocolate Milk Stout. So please forgive us if we said it backwards before. All right. Well, either way. Yes. The ABV 10... Point zero seven, which explains why we might be saying things wrong. Percent, yes. And the IBU is fifty-one. All right. So, Tuck, how about a little bit of a description of uh, the Sasquatch? All right. Imperial chocolate milk stout. It is described as a rich and creamy stout with a uh, khaki head, a uh, very slight khaki head, but it was there. It was present. Uh, it is has milk sugar, cho- milk sugar and chocolate malt, uh, both of which are great additions. And then they add some cocoa nibs for a chocolate finish and a very rich aroma. Everything and they describe it as, yes. All correct. of that is completely, yes. completely true. Um, and, and so, you know, I don't think, just going back, have I had a chocolate stout before? I don't know that I have. I've had several stouts, but I don't recall if I've had a chocolate stout before. And and speaking of, you know, one of the things we, I guess we omitted at the very beginning, 903, 903 likes their stouts. Yes, they do. It is a big, big deal. In fact, I would say they produce more stouts and more varieties of uh, stout and just offshoots, like as you said earlier, of the Sasquatch 
than uh, and just more stouts total than probably any brewery that I've seen, at least that, that we've reviewed. Definitely that we've reviewed in Texas. I agree, um, and I do want to say I have not had. This is the first time I've had the the Sasquatch. I did get and loved, um, and it was recommended to me by a guy in line. The Luck of the Squatch, which is the Sasquatch with Irish cream. Oh my! I convinced uh, me and my wife were over at some friend's house uh, a couple of weekends ago, and I convinced them to try it, and, and they all loved it. Okay, none of them wanted to like it. All of them were like, no. Uh, frighteningly, my friend Spencer did say, uh, this is one he would want to uh, drink for breakfast oh while my. sitting on his deck. So um, if he is your teacher, good luck. Um, so anyway, it was, uh, it, I really liked it. Okay. So, but yes, they, they do build off of these stouts and it does seem to be their big one. Um So. Well, and like you said earlier, this is an award winner. Yes. Their biggest award winner and, and well-deserved, well-deserved. Well, Tuck, how about we move on to the site and label of the can? All right. What stands out to you about the can? Well, it's it's definitely, well, there is Sasquatch. He's, and he is hiding behind some trees. And yes, that, that is, that's what you should do. If you're going to name your beer Sasquatch, you need to have Sasquatch on the label. Absolutely. Um, it's same as before. It pairs with smoked meats. Definitely. Chocolate. I would agree. And mischief. Um, Can't disagree with that. Honestly, the, the thing I think it pairs bears best with is is just by itself. I think it pairs well with a campfire. Yeah. Oh, that's a good that's a good one. I, I um this is one I would want to drink at night, like during right. the winter. Absolutely. Or Late fall. Yes. Kids are asleep. This might be one I, I recommend that maybe they leave for Santa. <laughs> um, def, definitely one I could see Santa enjoying. Absolutely. Uh, in the middle of the night since they don't fall asleep until like one. Um, yeah. But uh, what did you think of the can? You know, I like this can much better than the uh, Sherman Bach. I like the colors. I like the green of the trees, the brown. And then, of course... Who's not going to like a very happy Sasquatch? And kind of a different looking Sasquatch. It than, is. Yeah, he's a little more squat. I don't know. He's almost cartoonish. Yes. A yes. very large uh, Tucker-like head. Oh, thank you so much. Um, it's it's a noggin. Um, yeah. Um, so what, what would you give the can? Well, for that oh, I'm sorry. He's laughing and he mocked me. I'll go ahead and tell you what I would give it. <laughs> I'm giving it a five. The can makes me happy. Um, I enjoy it. Um, I can find it. Uh, the green is definitely like pine, evergreen, pine tree green. The browns, the Sasquatch, it all makes me uh, easy to find like the can. You know, I, I do too. I, I like the 903 as with the Sherman uh, Bach is the 903 is fairly prominently displayed um, but more than anything it's the colors it's the vibrancy of the green the vibrance vibrancy of the brown and then just the happy Sasquatch yeah that there there's a playfulness to this this label and I appreciate that I, I just I really think it it goes well with what they're trying to do with this beer and so I'm going to give it a five. 
Excellent. Five for both of us. You gave it a five. I did give it a five. I'll write that down. Good job. Um, all right. How does it look in the glass? Jim? Well, let's go back to your friend. Bradberg. Thank you. And what did he say, Tuck? This is as dark as my soul. That or is... Heart. He changes it up. Okay, yeah, well... But, yeah, it's dark. That is Sasquatch. It, it, the head was a beautiful caramel, oh well, as they described it, as 903 described it, khaki. I think that was a perfect descriptor. Mm -hmm. uh, but the beer itself was just so very, very dark that it's somewhat difficult. Is that brown? Is that black? Is that brown? Is that black? It's somewhere in between. And it is exceptionally dark. And, it, I, and I like it. It's black, in my opinion. Uh, but it's it looks good, and it smells good. It uh, did. Sometimes... It, sorry, go ahead. No, I, it, when you're drinking, and, and for the first time, like I said, I don't think I'd ever had a, a chocolate milk stout before, or even just any type of chocolate stout, it, you could clearly smell the, uh, the notes of the chocolate... Um, and, and as they say on the can, you did get the uh, elements of the espresso. You you taste it. You taste. It's just a beautiful blend of uh, flavors. And and one of the things they said too, and, and nine hundred three mentions about Sasquatch is the mouthfeel, and they ha they hit it the nail on the head. It is it's an amazing blending of of flavors in your mouth. That is just, it's, it's, it's enjoyable. It is. Um, sorry. Uh, you, uh, you, I kind just of getting ahead of ourselves. Yes, we are getting ahead of ourselves. I thought it looked great. Um, the smell. Yes. One of the things that sometimes with a stout, you get kind of a chalky smell. Okay. That's fair. Um, especially with chocolate stouts. Because uh, it's more just, but with by adding the the cocoa nibs and the milk sugar, uh, it it's got a really pleasing aroma. Uh, it's got a great look. Um, I I would give it a five. Jim, Tuck, I I really like it. As as I said, the only the only thing that's going to ding it down from a five to a four is. Okay, Tuck, what's the quintessential stout? Guinness. Thank you. You pour a Guinness. What do you notice first? Well, the head. Yes. This didn't have it. And so it, it was a very minimal, minimal head. I would have liked a little more. Everything else about this beer was fabulous. So not a five, but a four. That's fair enough. Fair enough. I'm still going to stick with a five. Oh, I think that's perfectly fair. All right. How about taste? Taste. All right. Now, you said you've never had a chocolate stout. I have. This is very different. Okay. A lot of How is it different? A lot of them get very... It's bitter. The milk sugar takes away the bitterness. Okay. It was a lot sweeter than a regular chocolate stout. So, what you're suggesting, if I'm hearing you correctly, most of your chocolate stouts are more of a dark chocolate. Yes. Okay. Yes. And which I like, um, but there's more of a the, the bitter chocolate taste. 
This is more of a sweet chocolate by adding the milk sugar, and I, I do like it. It is different, uh, but different in a good way. Um, now, if you're looking for something more traditional, this is not the route you should go. But if you're looking for uh, a very pleasing, uh, delicious, sort of sweet chocolate, chocolate milk, Mm -hmm. sort of a stout this this is really one i would recommend it it tastes good uh aftertaste uh very stout like aftertaste just a traditional kind of stout aftertaste a little bit of sweetness um i will say this though i like the luck of the squatch a little bit better that's than just the regular sasquatch so um i i kind of want to try some of the other variations because they had one I saw where I think it was aged in wine barrels. Yes, that one sounded intriguing. And I believe there was a peanut butter something stout. like that. Yes. Right. So uh, a lot of those I kind of want to try. I think this is a good base to start experimenting with stouts, which a lot of breweries don't do. I think, well, and a lot of people, and I know they're intimidated by a darker beer. They're, this is a great option. You need not be intimidated by this. It is just something that most people are yes. a little bit afraid of. And again, 10, 10% ABV. So we're getting a little rambly. Uh, yeah, but know. no, it's it's. Uh, I, I, I think, yeah, stouts are intimidating. And not a lot of places do them. And not a lot of places do... When they do them, they don't do them well. They're kind of an afterthought. And this place really... 903 puts it forward. And I like that. Um... I'm giving it a nine. It, I would give it a 10, but um, I, I, like I said, I like the luck of the squatch just a little bit better, which means that would get the 10. So okay. that's my logic. Jim? That's, no, that's very fair. I, wow. I want to give this a 10. I, I feel like, I feel like, I've only had probably a dozen different stout, stouts in my life. And so, is it fair to give this a 10? I want to try a few more. Like you said, um, the luck of the, luck of the Squatch might be better. Um, so, I'm going back and forth. Let me just say, very, very enjoyable. This was a fabulous beer. I'm going to give it a 9. I'm going to be very content with a 9. It's only a matter, is it a 9? Is it a 10? I'm going with a 9, but uh, it, it wouldn't take much to convince me this is a 10. And I do want to say this. We've had the, the Buried Hatchet from Southern Star. Right, and was that was a, quite good. That If you want a traditional stout, right. that's the one. If you want a more... Uh, Entrance at an entry level stout or a more uh, sweeter stout, less bitter. This is the one I would recommend. And you know what? There's different times I'm gonna pick this one over the uh, more traditional one. Just trying it again. You know the the temperature has warmed substantially, and it still is. The notes are phenomenal in your mouth. It's still. This is a great, great beer. It doesn't work all the time. No. You, you know, stouts are not your go-to. Certainly not after you're done mowing the lawn or, as Tuck does, while he's mowing the lawn. Yeah. 
but this is a fabulous, fabulous beer. No, this is definitely one I would want uh, as the weather starts to cool. Yeah. Um, I'm out at, on it, even at, especially on a patio. Right. As it, you know, it's colder, but it's still, you're able to sit on a patio. This is one I think would really suit the weather. Right. Suit the, the time. So lastly, Tuck, is Sasquatch a Texas beer? <sighs> this always happens. The more I like a beer... <laughs> the less Texas is on the can. Um, I'm going to give it... Uh, uh, I'm giving it a one. Oh. There's there's not a lot of Texas on there. Uh, that does not take away from the taste. It doesn't take away from the enjoyment. Um, this is a great beer. Uh, Jim? Tuck, I got to say, I'm in agreement with you for the most part. Uh, there's not a lot, whether it be the can, whether it be the style of beer, just anything about it. This beer is at its peak, what, maybe three months of the year in Texas? Where yeah. it, it is at its true pinnacle, where this is the beer that you should strongly, strongly consider. Yes. And so, no, I... I it's not it's not a strong Texas beer. It does pain me to say that. And so I'm going to give uh, Sasquatch a two. Okay. That's fair. Uh, I Again, this is a great beer. Uh, I really enjoyed it. They have a lot of beers that I'm excited to try. And now, uh, now that I've stalled long enough, Jim has the scores added up. The mathing is complete. Yes. So tell us. All right, just let me run down the scores again. For uh, Sight and Label, we both gave it a Sasquatch a 5. For Look in the Glass, Tuck gave it a 5. I gave it a 4. For Taste, the one that matters, at, after all, Tuck and I both gave Sasquatch a 9. Although I wanted to give it a 10. I just couldn't. And then lastly, is Sasquatch a Texas beer? Tuck gave it a 1. I gave it a 2. And so, Tuck, we have just an incredibly strange situation. Shockingly. For, for Sasquatch, Tuck awarded the beer 20 points, and I awarded the beer 20 points. Of course. Again, we agree. Total of 40, which is a very good score. Yeah, I would, I'd love to go back to you. I don't know. I don't have our totals. We have to pull that out, Jeff. But, um, ready to go. But uh, 40 points for a stout is is rather impressive. And especially when you consider it only earned three of 10 points for uh, Is It a Texas Beer? I, I want to say it's right there. Uh, probably a little bit under, but barely uh, buried buried hatchet. Okay. If I, if I could remember. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, overall, this is a brewery. I'm excited to see uh, flourishing, expanding. Look out when we come for trivia this summer. Yes, we are going to win. We will be victorious. And uh, I, I, I just want to. I'm kind of tempted to run by uh, the store after we're done recording and just get a few more of the kinds I haven't tried yet because they're very adventuresome, but yet they're doing well with it. Yes, they are. So. I believe. On that note, Tuck, uh, one more time. Wow, we we learned firsthand here in the last month uh, 
we need to be doing all we can. We really do. Um, COVID is sort of on the wane. We're we're Hopefully seemingly for good. we're winning. Yes, but uh, there's a lot of places struggling. Yeah, and especially the places um, now that that you know, their people are starting to come back. They're getting back on their feet. The places that that are having their their rent all being just lack of loans, the whole thing. The, the money that was out there during COVID is, is no longer there. And now they're, they're starting over. Right. And right. Um, it's a whole new world out there. So go and support them. Absolutely. Um, if you like that brewery, whatever it is, wherever you are in Texas, please, please yeah. support them. Yeah. And if your choice is a uh, large brewery or your local brewery, for the next little while, pick pick your local one. Try out some new things. See how that's going. And, uh, you know, the big boys will be fine. They will. I assure you. They will make it. Yeah. And so, like, let's uh, let's keep these little ones going and help them out. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Adios. Thank you again for listening to Beer in the Heart of Texas. And before we go, we'd like to thank a couple of people. First of all, Jeff Blankenship for creating the music heard in the podcast, and friend of the podcast, Michael Vick, for helping us with all the technical support and advice. And let's not forget, we need to support our local breweries. And please tip your bartenders well, for they're doing the Lord's work. 